Welcome to another episode of Album for the Day with John E. and Jay. Album for the Day, December the 3rd. <laughs> as we continue with numbers slash our advent calendar in mm. no particular order for you. Mm-hmm. Um, Dolly Parton today with 9 to 5 and Odd Jobs. That was recorded from April to September of 1980 and released November the 17th of 1980 on RCA Victor. It peaked at number 11 on the U.S. Billboard 200. It was a concept album about working and focusing on the 9 to 5 theme song to the film of the same name. 9 to 5 was produced by Dolly Parton's band leader, Greg Perry, and it topped the country and pop charts. Um, this was her 23rd solo studio album this is like her tw- her 23rd album I-, I love dolly parton i will never ever ever i feel like michael jordan from... should personally purchase the rights to all of this album oh, it's so since good. that's it, the it, kind of thing he does I, this is like the most this is like an understated <laughs> pop country disco there's all there's a lot of when you look at the whole catalog of dolly parton what this is, and when you really look at like the record labels she was signed to and whatever, mm-hmm. this right here, this was an apex of where she was at at the time. She had done a bunch of interesting but uneventful kind of stuff before, and to some degree for a little bit after. This really was an apex of the creativity in this oh, particular man. period. Where a lot of stuff, a lot of great ideas were able to be combined into one collective work. And I gotta say, it's weird that it took a movie involving Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin. I'm sorry, uh, Grace I, and Frankie, I, to uh <laughs> to get I, it <laughs> to I, get it I, together. I love everybody that was a part of that movie. Uh and the 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 thing to me is exactly what wasn't you're talking Dabney about. Coleman the bad guy the boss. I'm gonna have to look that up. I don't know. I know what he looks like, but I couldn't give you his name. The answer is yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> um, the 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 cover that really got me was House of the Rising Sun. Uh, this is a. A traditional song that was arranged by Dolly Parton and Mike Post. Um, and it is like this kind of like a, I don't know, like a fancy disco kind of version of this song. And Dolly Parton, as amazing as this movie is, amazing as she is, amazing as everything she'd done in her career, I I feel like there's there's so much on this album to get through. This like, is a so... very interesting traditional parentheses quotes around traditional song to choose for this album. Oh, yeah. And I was actually like... just talking to Jay about it. If you really want to blow your mind, why don't you sing the lyrics to Amazing Grace yeah. over House of the Rising Sun? It goes perfectly well. You'll be at the altar on Sunday. But there's also like there's like Woody <laughs> there's like Woody Guthrie doing uh, Deportee that 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 she covers. I mean, it's like 
Mel Tillis. That is a crazy song and a crazy whole situation that really alienated Woody Guthrie. I didn't realize you were going to jump right into that shit. I'm jumping. But I'm just telling you that, like, it was something when Woody Guthrie said it, and it's a weird thing about a plane crash that happened. And they really said individual names of everybody except for the illegal deportees that were on the plane who they categorized collectively and not individually as deportees. Mm -hmm. And as though they weren't real people. And I think Dolly Parton, being Dolly Parton, was just like, that will not stand. I am going to take a moment here in the middle of what I see as a magical commercial opportunity to reach a lot of people and tell them exactly what the hell happened on that plane flight. Yeah. Dolly Parton is a national treasure. Absolutely. So everything but 9 to 5, what the song was produced by Mike Post who did the first three Kenny Rogers and the first edition albums, mm. as well as Van Halen 3 with <laughs> Gary Sharon. Uh, he also wrote the themes for The Rockford Files, Ooh. which reached number 10 on the Billboard Hot 100. Of course it did. Hill Street Blues theme, which also reached number 10. And the L.A. Law theme. He also wrote the theme to The Greatest American Hero, which reached number two. The theme to the A-Team, Hunter, Magnum P.I., Murder One, NYPD Blue, and Law and Order. Dun, dun. That's awesome. Yeah, Mike freaking Post, man. Who knew he actually did something from an actual music album? Yeah, well, I mean, he's working with Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton knew that. Yeah, Dolly Parton knew the talent. She saw it. Yeah. Yeah, this is uh this is an album like even if you're not super into country, this is one this is like one of those albums that's like a classic country classic Dolly Parton record. You know? So what kind of ties all of that together though is but You Know I Love You reached number one, and that was a cover of a 1969 earlier hit for Kenny Rogers in the first edition, written by Mike Settle, who was a men- member of the group. But, again, Mike Post produced the album mm-hmm. and was like, ooh, Dolly, that song is fire. You should do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bill Anderson actually had a country hit with it in 1969. So it had made the country circle. And then Dolly was like, ooh, Mike, I like that thing you did with that. That was great. Mm-hmm. Um, it does also include covers of the uh, Woody Guthrie's Deportee, which was parenthet- parenthetical with Plane Wreck at Las Gotas. Los Gatos. Praise his name with the cats. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as Mel Tillis's Detroit City and Merle Travis's Dark as a Dungeon. Which, you'll have to listen to the song and interpret that for yourself, but what a delightful track to add to your soundtrack. 
Dark as a dungeon, I mean, you're really setting the bar low for things to exceed. RCA Records was criticized for this time period as putting out poorly organized products, which it would seem is something that Dolly managed to overcome on this album. The actual songs, as well as their performances, kind of save 9 to 5 and Odd Jobs from the purgatorial mishmash that some other 70s and 80s Dolly Parton albums come off as. Mm -hmm. I mean, great balls of fire. That's it. Mm. Well, uh, I feel like this is a a Dolly Parton album not to be missed, uh, even though it is kind of based on a soundtrack. And uh, I feel like a lot of Dolly's great qualities come out on this. It's a loose and, concept. And uh, and I, yeah, and House of the Rising Sun as a disco Dolly Parton song. Don't miss it. Uh, but album for the day today, uh, December the 3rd, is 9 to 5 and Odd Jobs by Dolly Parton. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter at album the number four of the day. Give us a follow, subscribe. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Oh, and if you want to shoot us an email with some of your suggestions or requests, album for the day at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow. This land is your land. This land is my land. From California to Sevierville, Tennessee. <laughs> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If you're listening on Spotify, after starting the podcast, you can search for the album, use the three dots, and hit add to queue. Now the album will start as soon as the episode ends. Woohoo!